said chicken wings and then it said market oh, yeah. price. And he said, Joe Biden's America, we price chicken wings like King Crab legs. That's fucking crazy. I saw that. It's like, yeah, you, you, what the hell? Uh, it, yeah, like the, market, there's no price. It just ask your server, market and that's price. That's what they do for like fancy like fishes and yeah. stuff. Like, that's how you know it's a problem. I mean, I went to the store yesterday and paid $9 for a pound of chicken wings. One pound. Like, how much is it? No- like, what would be a normal price? I thought I, I remember I remember them being down in like the 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 low to the low like seven to eight range, seven to eight bucks for a pound of chicken wings. But like, mm-hmm. you know, nine plus dollars, shit, you're reaching like you know twelve dollars for a pound of chicken wings at any restaurant. That math actually really adds up because I think I saw it was a thirteen percent inflation on chicken. So if it was like seven eight yeah. bucks and now it's nine, that's like you know. Yeah, it's it's getting expensive. You're fired. Get out of here. Welcome back to Shit Talking Got Me Fired. I'm Stephanie. And I am Peter, the chicken wing expert. The chicken wing expert. Whoa, you really like jumped up. Maybe. Not just a buyer of chicken wings, a consumer of chicken wings. No, you said I'm the SME. I'm the subject, <laughs> I'm the subject matter, matter expert. expert. <laughs> just fumbling all that. The bro. SME, bro. I know about chicken wings. And tell some other chicken wing facts. Um, most of the chicken... <laughs> At least, the, I, from my understanding, most of the chicken wings come from, like, three farms. And, like, I believe Purdue owns almost all of them. Wait, what? Yeah, most... Only of, three farms? Like, all the chicken wings in three, the world? No, no. In the United States, like, th- there's, like, three or four farms that produce, like, the vast majority of the chicken wings that you That's get. That's it? Yeah, I mean, Should we have to remember farms like all over the place. I mean, they do, they do, but like, well, then that's more than three or four. But there are like three or four massive farms in the country that produce like a. I shit guess if ton you have like one wings. in each quadrant, yeah, you know, because like if there's severe weather, like right now we're having like ice storms and stuff like that, like you, it could shut down, you know, because people can't drive to the chicken farm or whatever. So like you'd want to have chickens in the other areas to make up for the chickens that are not. I saw. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying, but like <laughs> right. you have to remember these these like slaughterhouse grow facilities are massive. I saw an oh, I saw a drone you know what I'm footage. Saying? Like you couldn't like you couldn't like drive the trucks to like you're not supposed to like we're in a winter storm watch or warning yeah. or whatever and we're not yeah, supposed yeah. to drive today. So if like all of your chicken was supposed to be coming from a plant that was around here, you couldn't like ship it out today because the trucks aren't supposed to be you driving. Might, you might have a bit and they of might an still issue. be driving. Who knows? They probably are because like nobody gives a fuck. Supply chain crisis. Just yeah. get shit moving. But. You would want to like have backup in the event of severe weather, right? To, ha- to be able to pull extra chicken wings from other areas, right? No, you would just let the supply crash. No, I wouldn't let the supply crash. I'd send those drivers on their way. No, I'm saying that's why you have them in different areas. Why there's yeah. like one big farm in each quadrant. Yes, but there's also many other smaller farms too. I was gonna say before I was rudely cut <laughs> off <laughs> that there was there that I saw drone footage of uh, this guy flew a drone over like a small to medium sized uh, pig farm like for sausage and pork and all this other shit. And it was, and they, and the guy was saying like, this is kind of a smaller operation and it was massive. Like I was shocked and I, I, I was like, I can't even imagine what like the largest pig operation, pork operation is like in grand scale in, in this country. I can't even imagine. I mean, they have to be pumping out products like can you imagine how many pigs are slaughtered in some of these places per day have to be in the hundreds that's so fucked up i mean hey man we eat meat out here (laughs) (laughs) i like my i I like my pulled pork sandwiches and i like bacon and you know not a big fan of pork chops but hey you know it is what it is well bear shells biden continues yeah 
I mean, just yesterday we were at the grocery store and there wasn't shit. The guy in front of us was we went like three. We went literally like three or four times in one week, and only one day did they actually like have the food we needed. And even even then, it was sparse. You yeah, know? it was like it was wasn't good. Gee. Yeah, I mean the guy the guy in front of us at the register the other day was like, they should have known that there was going to be more people coming here because there's a snowstorm or ice storm on its way, and, and and compound that with no food anywhere. He's like, this is just bullshit. This is ridiculous. I mean, it's not their fault that they can't get the, like the supply doesn't exist. Yeah, largely due true. to the Biden inflation, which he is intentionally doing. <laughs> Talk yeah. about that. Uh, speaking of other bad news for Biden, SCOTUS officially ends the OSHA mandate. Good. They will not force people to inject heart-swelling, nerve-damaging chemicals into their body in order to remain employed. The Good. Constitution lives on. <laughs> yeah. I was a little... I'll be honest with you. I was a little worried. Um, move my mic. I was a little worried that it might, like, it might go the other way, but... I think that was just I mean, speculation. You got Sotomayor over here spitting fake Sotomayor, facts and shit like yeah. that. Is yeah. that how you say it? Sotomayor, I believe. Sotomayor, something like that. But yeah, Whatever. I, I um, the the liberal cucks on the, <laughs> the bench spreading all the lies, and they did uh, dissent. Is that dissent? 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 I don't know. What are you trying to say? Um, oppose the ruling. <laughs> oh. The word that they say isn't that dissent. I'm not sure. When I'm just saying it all on its own, it sounds wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the word. What were you going to say? Uh, well, I was going to ask. I was going to say, you know, yeah, this this is great, but, you know, what if companies, what if, like, private companies still want to do it? Uh, well, well, private, o- well, isn't OSHA... Well, well if, the reason it was ruled down, you know, like, ruling, if you actually read it, and I did read through it, um, is basically that it's outside the scope of OSHA and would extend their thing too long because OSHA is occupational safety and hazards and this is not they're saying COVID is not an occupational safety or hazard because you can get it at school you can get it at at home you can get it at work it's not related to your work at all so they can't regulate it and it would expand their scope far too much because then you would also consider things like car accidents and the regular flu and all these things that like people it could happen to you on your way to work or at work but it's not really a work hazard it's just a everyday life hazard right so it would kind of expand OSHA to this like uh, all-powerful entity, which it's clearly not designed to be. That's why it specifically says in their like um, writing that it's an occupational hazards that they can regulate. Right, right. So they said in the ruling, like if they wanted to put some sort of standard in place for people who are working, like in a lab, a scientist who's dealing with the virus, mm-hmm. then sure, OSHA has authority over that because that's specific to that occupation. But if you're just saying right. COVID in that general, then that's not really an occupational hazard and therefore co- OSHA does not have any sort of regulatory right. power over it. So that's why it was kind of struck down, which makes sense very clearly. Um, as far as private companies doing it, I would think if you're a private company, you could do what you want. Yeah. So if they want to try and force their employees to still get it, they can, and those employees can then go work somewhere else that's not forcing them to get it. I feel, well, yeah, I guess it's a, if it's a private company and they say you have to have this, then then that's kind of it. Um, I don't think there's any like lawsuits or you can't, you can't, I don't think there's really I mean, any way to challenge that. There's some sort of, if you literally couldn't get it, if you had like an allergy or a pre-existing condition or something that 
um, made it so you couldn't get it. Or yeah. even a religious exemption, and they like refused to give you a religious exemption. They were either get it or get fired. Then I think you could sue them for like inf- infringing upon like discrimination against your religion, or mm-hmm. if you have a pre-existing health condition, like if you're allergic to the medicine and you can't get the um, heart swelling, nerve damaging chemicals, then you you know, and they still want to fire you over it. Then I think that you could probably sue on those yeah. basis. But if you're just like. Right. If you otherwise, just, you probably. I mean, you, I I would think you wouldn't want to work for a company that would force yeah. you to do it anyway. I mean, that's the, if that's really like if if it really is that if it's something else like you really right. like you you want to get it but you literally can't because you're allergic to the medicine then that's yeah. a different story. Something like tells me that that yeah it would call into it would call into question the values and it's like you know if they if they really want to force their employees to do this like what else would they be willing to force their employees to do like it, it, it brings into question the character of the company and and what they stand for and what they believe in and and the like, leadership too you know do you mm-hmm. want to continue working for a company and you know if, if you really give a shit about who you work for some people just they you know a paycheck is a paycheck but well especially when we have all this information coming out showing that the vaccine doesn't work i mean the cdc director just this past week said that over 75 percent of covid deaths were people with at least four comorbidities and were unwell to begin with yeah that makes sense i mean all the pictures i saw of people in hospitals and hooked up to ventilators one overarching theme was that they were older and that a lot of them were overweight I mean, we've already been saying this for over a year now that if you look at the data, the demographics data of it, it's fat people who get the most sick and old people. Yeah. The people who are already in the worst health condition because you either weren't taking care of your health and now you're obese and you have all these other issues and no no wonder a a cold is going to affect you the same way. Just like old people are the most affected by the flu. It's because you're, you're older, your, your immune system's battled enough. It's tired, bro. It's over it, you know? (laughs) Like, so it's not, it's not really like a surprising news, but the fact that even they are saying it now, they're also saying masks don't work finally. Like we've been saying this the whole fucking time, but whatever. And we don't wear them anyways. It doesn't really matter. Well, nobody does. I mean, I guess maybe if you're still in an area that's forcing it, but. Yeah. I feel like when we go to our grocery store, some days it's like no one's wearing masks and then other days it's like, it's like 50% or more wearing, it's weird. I feel like I feel like our grocery store is a good gauge of like, you know, because you have all walks of life coming in there. You know, rich, poor. You know, believe in the mandate, don't believe in the mandate. Believe in masks, don't believe in masks. I don't know, uh, but it's something <laughs> it's I saw. It's weird to say like believe in or don't believe in because it's like it's not like I don't think masks exist. <laughs> it's just I yeah, know that they don't. They just prevent don't do what they're. They, you they, know. They, yeah. Remember when there was this was like early pandemic it was still 2020 i think or maybe or maybe it was the early beginning of 2021 when there was all those wildfires in like california and like yeah, oregon and stuff like that and that. they were warning people that don't wear don't go outside and if you do like don't wear your mask because your mask isn't going to help and we were like how is it that smoke particles can get through the mask but this yeah. virus that from the own scientist thing show that it's smaller cannot get through like what right, you just just right. proved yourself right there by telling people it's not going to help with the smoke, but it's somehow going to help with the virus that is significantly smaller than smoke particles. Like, right. So, yeah. been known this for a while. Also, an update on remember, um, I think it was last episode, maybe it was two episodes ago about the seventy-five years to release the data yes. that the FDA yes, reviewed yes, in one hundred eight yes. days. So, a federal judge has now given the FDA eight months to release the data pertaining to the safety of Pfizer's coronavirus chemicals i'm not going to call it the vaccine because it's not it doesn't provide immunity therefore it is not a vaccine 
Yeah, you know, and it, also, does it prevent hospitalizations? Just look at the hospitalization rates and see how many of them are vaxxed. The I don't, majority, bro. Why eight months? Like, it seems like eight months is a certainly know, long again, enough time for them to redact information. They and get looked rid of at it. it for 108 days. Right. They already looked at it, reviewed it, and approved it. Why can't they just hit publish? <laughs> right. Like, what do they I need mean, to yeah. review more to look to post it? Just post it. You already reviewed it before you approved it. Right. And then you tried to force people to get it, recommended it for all Americans, or even starting to recommend it for children, and yet you still won't let people see the data. Right. What do you need what do you need any time for? It should be literally a fucking right. publish. Like send, hit publish yeah. on it. Hit send on the email yeah. and post it into some public records or something. I don't know how upload, it works. Upload but it that PDF to the email and press it send. It should take as long as it takes to upload it and not a second longer. Right. Yeah, I don't know why they need eight months. Why did they say eight months? They were gonna. They asked for seventy-five years, so I'll take eight months over seventy-five years. But even still, it's like, bro, eight months is certainly a long enough time for them to lose it, forget about it, redact information. How are they gonna lose it? They already said how many pages it was. Because remember, they originally said fifty-five years, and then they said, "Oh, we actually forgot some pages. It's it's gonna take us seventy-five years because it's this many pages." So they already said how many pages it is. Right. So if they release it and it's only half the pages, we'll be like, well, what the right. fuck? Where'd the other pages go, you know? Yeah, I think once that shit gets released, either people are, people are just going to forget about it or they're going to dig into it and it's going to show a lot of issues. I think I think it's going to prove a lot of what people have been saying, you know? I mean, multiple independent, independent studies have already done that. That's mm-hmm. how we know it causes heart swelling. That's how we know it causes nerve damage. That's how we know we have like healthy. There's been a whole thing with all these healthy soccer soccer players who are dropping dead, having heart attacks. Right. And people are like, "Hey, why are all of a sudden all these young healthy men having heart attacks?" Yeah. What's I the know. one thing they all have in common? Like, come on. So like, it's not you know. Right. I know. It's not really a mystery. It's not. I don't think we're going to see anything like shocking. I think it's we're going to see that they knew what we've been saying for the last two years is that this right. this is doing more harm than good. Yeah, and yeah. it has been the whole time. Yeah, I don't know if I said it on the last podcast. And going back to what you said about the comorbidities, I saw this news article and they polled like a bunch of. I don't know if they polled or did a study on these high school students, but they found that like. Between, I don't know if it was like 62 or 64. It might have even been 66%. It was, I think it was an even number. But it was in the <laughs> 60s. And they said that that, that uh, percentage of high school students or people under the age of 18, they all were actually considered obese on the most recent BMI scale, which like goes perfectly alongside this whole like, you know, if you're fat and you have comorbidities, like you're very prone to getting this shit and possibly dying from it. I mean... I mean, it makes sense. The people who are, were least concerned about their health and d- didn't take care of their health before yes. this are the ones most affected by it. It's like, well, yeah, you're already unhealthy at the start. Right, exactly. Yeah. It you shouldn't know. really be shocking to anyone that the unhealthy people are the one most affected by this. If you don't move. It should be a very much like a duh moment. <laughs> a sedentary lifestyle. Eat McDonald's and Burger King and Chipotle. Well, not Chipotle. Chipotle is not too bad. Unless you get <laughs> cheese and sour cream all day long, then you might have a problem. You know, smokers and, and, and habitual drinkers. Like, it's just, you know, it. You get you, you get what you pay for, you know. Like, and if you pay for a bunch of bullshit, i.e. fast food and and you have a bunch of terrible health habits, then yeah, you know what? People keep posting it side by side with the ad that, um, that like, it, one company, um, I forget who, like, 
tweeted it out if it was the FDA, CDC, or, or just a local government agency. But it was something about like Krispy Kreme giving away two donuts if you got the yeah. vaccine or the booster. And then they post that side by side with the tweet of them saying <laughs> the most likely people to die from this are right. obese or overweight. It's like, gee. Right. Yeah. Are we out, helping or hurting here? <laughs> giving out free beer and cookies and donuts and this and that. And it's like, yeah, but the people that are dying from this eat that shit regularly. They would be incentivized by it. I know. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, Going back like two years on the podcast, it, we were wondering why the fuck are we, why the fuck is the government like incentivizing people with uh, gambling problems with, you know, scratch off cards and lottery tickets to go get the vaccine? I mean, it goes to show you which demographic is not, uh, certainly not being pulled into this. That's for sure. Um, but anyways, sorry, I digress. I'm done. I'll get off the soapbox. What's next? What do you got? No, I for mean us? you're right. Oh. It, like when you say I'm done, that's how I feel about talking about COVID. And we talked about this earlier too. That like I don't want to talk about it on yeah. the pod anymore. I don't want to talk about it off the pod. It's what everyone is talking about. It's what all the news is constantly. It's like is literally anything else happening. So I think this is going to be the last. I'm going to try and make it so this is the last time we talk about this. The mandates are over. We already know what all the results are. They're starting to, to say Basically, what we've been saying for years. So there's really no need for us to keep saying it, the next, right? I mean, really, the next thing that we should talk about, and it could be, and it might be eight months from now, is what happens when that paperwork comes out. I mean, that really should be. I mean, yeah, as you said, the mandates are over. Masks have been proven not to work. The vaccines aren't working. I mean, I have somebody in my family that has both vaccines and the booster still got COVID um, just this past week. I mean, I, you know, it is. We're done here. We're done here. So, anyways, sorry. I well, I wasn't sure if you want to talk about that because you read that, like, Reddit thread about people saying they don't want to talk about anything. Oh, yeah, I mean, if yeah. you have anything to say. I mean, not, not not too much. It was just, it was an overwhelming, overwhelmingly large amount of people were just, like, the, the, the thread was, what do you miss about pre-COVID? A lot of people said their favorite restaurants, their small little taco stands, their, you know, their favorite breakfast spots. Like they went out of business. That it was that. It was a two-way tie between that and the fact that people were like, I'm I miss being able to talk about other shit. It's like it doesn't seem like anybody has anything else going on in their lives other than just like, oh, so and so got COVID or oh, I was gonna do something, but it's the, it got canceled because of COVID. Like people are sick of talking about it. They're done. Like there's like let's go back to what we were talking. Well, I guess the things we were talking about before COVID were Trump. Everybody hates Trump. <laughs> Fuck Trump. True. Yeah, I know. And honestly, they still talk about it more than they talk about anybody else. Yeah, I mean, it's been a year, man. It's time to move on. It's time to move on from both of those topics and i don't know what people are going to do when when this is over i don't know what they're going to talk about well as far as i'm concerned it's over now and yeah. i think it's over whenever you say when whenever whenever you say it's over like yeah. it's not you know we're not going to hit zero cases it's not a thing at this point it's just a viral cold yeah we're just gonna have to live with it i mean it's it's here and it's here to stay um one of the things we're doing is and maybe the people that li are listening are going to do it too after i say it but uh Stephanie and I, when like we, we get out and we exercise, we walk around, whatever we, uh, we just say like, Hey, you know, if we, if one of us starts going down the whole like COVID route, Hey, remind it. And let's just get back to something else. Talk about something fun. Talk about like plans and, and things you're excited for the year. Or just know? other shit in the news. Or yeah. Just, <laughs> or, I mean, yeah. Or just talk about other shit. Yeah. So, so before we totally cut it off from the pot, there is one thing that's kind of related that I do oh, okay. think we need to talk about, but it's not really related. Okay. It's this mass formation psychosis. Is this 
this related is to thing, that podcast. Yes, this is a okay. thing that went viral because Joe Rogan had the doctor, Dr. Doctor Robert Malone, I believe yes. is his name, uh, on his podcast, and the episode got taken down. You're right. And Joe Rogan is uncensorable. I thought he had the deal of the lifetime and nothing could get taken down. So the right. fact that this episode was taken down is like, whoa, what's happening? So I did some some research, looked into this. I could not find the episode. I found like a couple clips of it, but I couldn't find the full like video episode or, or transcript or something anywhere. So if someone has right. that, DM it to me, you know, send it, send it to us on Instagram at shit got me fired because we are curious. But so did you see anything about this? So, so what I know about this and you can fill in all the details is this man was talking about a subject that clearly uh, goes along the lines of, uh, I guess, like my almost like mind control. And uh, there was some talk about there was some talk about that. And the government mind control almost sounds like that CIA shit that was going on years ago, um, more than a couple of years ago. And then what I also know is that uh, some people died or some people dived into uh, Joe Rogan's contract that he has with Spotify. Mm-hmm. And what they found was that he, you know, he was getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars, his yeah. contract with Spotify. The way they worded it was that Joe Rogan can basically say, I'm taking my full payout and I'm not making another episode and there's nothing Spotify can do about it. And but apparently they- Spotify backpedaled a bit when this kind of news made was made public and I think they re-uploaded the, did they re-upload the episode or they have, they oh, not? I did when I looked, it wasn't up, but I, I think they might've the put couple it, days, so maybe it they might've put it back up, but yeah, there was a bunch of people dove in and said, Hey, like FYI, Joe can just walk away with all the money, tell Spotify we're done here and there's no legal recourse they can have. Basically, Joe Rogan word worked in a, a big fuck you to whoever uh, whoever he wants. Oh, to. it is up. Yep. It's, so it's number seventeen fifty seven for those of you who are curious. So yeah, yeah, I didn't listen to it. I didn't realize it was well, back up. And so. it's funny, but it I was, did read some articles that he wrote. So it was taken down. I was only able to find a couple clips on the internet. Yeah, I wasn't able to watch the whole thing. So I actually I should probably should go back and watch the whole thing. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. So go basically, ahead. I looked it up. So according to this Malone guy, Doctor Malone. Uh, this is basically the mass formation psychosis is a condition that occurs when a society becomes decoupled from each other and has a free floating anxiety and a sense that things don't make sense. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis. Interesting. So basically saying that's what's happening with COVID is we've been locked inside. We've been separated. Our social media is suppressing us from talking to each other about certain yeah, things. It is. So, and you have this anxiety about uh, getting sick, about being ill, all this kind of stuff. And then the leaders focus so much on the virus and the vaccine that it's kind of like hypnotizing society and they're, they're yeah. feeling this. So they, he says they literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. They will follow that person. It doesn't matter whether they lie to them or whatever. The data is irrelevant. So basically, Joe, we're focused so much on this leader, in this case, Joe Biden or Dr. Fauci, because people follow right. him like a cult too. Oh, that yeah. it doesn't matter that like people know, people know for a fact that Dr. Fauci lied about the gain of function research. We've all seen the emails. It's public, like it's public now. You can go look it up and you can see that he completely yeah, he lied, lied about, about the Wuhan that. lab. That is where the virus came from. It he lied under there. oath. We were funding it. We all know it. Yes, he committed perjury, which is a yeah. federal crime and he shouldn't be Fauci still in office. should be locked up. Sh- yeah, exactly. But the problem is, you know, Congress is controlled by the Democrats. They're not going to lock up their star boy. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So 
people will listen to him and obey him even though they know that he's lied they, they'll defend him and treat it as like it's truth even though they can see with right. their own facts that it's a lie right they're essentially brainwashed they know one plus one equals two they know it does but they don't want to believe it and they pretend or and and in their head it's they know it's true but they go on believing it's not i guess it's very odd so basically what he says is um what one observes with the mass hypnosis is that a large fraction of the population is completely unable to process new scientific data and facts demonstrating that they have been misled about the effect effectiveness and adverse impacts of mandatory mask use lockdowns and genetic vaccines yeah so they're literally unable to process the new data showing that masks don't work, showing that the vaccines are right. killing people and hurting people and not helpful. Right. They're not real vaccines. Showing that um, the lockdowns were ineffective. I mean, they locked down schools and showed that it actually spread COVID to more kids than if they would have kept the schools open. And there's scientific data studies proving that. And do people you think, still don't believe it. Do you think that has to do with like IQ intelligence levels? Do you think like what... Like there are some, like, you know, like me and you, like, I don't think me and you fell for that very hard at all. Well, he's, he's got one more quote and then I'll say something okay. else too. Um, these are quotes from the article I read, not from the episode, but he might've said the same things in the podcast right. episode. Cause I couldn't watch the episode. So this is from the article, um, but it was written by him. It's the same thing. Okay. So we should watch um, it after this podcast. Yeah, sure. Uh, he said the uh, those that are hypnotized by this process are unable to recognize the lies and misrepresentations they are being bombarded with on a daily basis and actively attack anyone who has um who has the temerity whatever the audacity to share information with them which contradicts the propaganda that they have come to embrace right so he's literally saying that like people are actively attacking people if they basically prove them wrong or show them data yeah. to the contrary if, of what they've been pushed to believe. Right. Like if it's I like show you data attack. that masks don't work and you are one of these hypnotized people, you right. are just going to You're gonna like, take it attack as- me. Take it as if I'm personally attacking yeah. you when I'm not. Basically, the studies he's done um, suggest that the mass formation follows a a general distribution. 30% are these brainwashed, hypnotized, indoctrinated by the group narrative. 40% are in the middle and are persuadable and may follow uh, if no worthy alternative is presented. So Mm -hmm. they're kind of just go with with the flow, people. And then 30% will fight against the narrative. Interesting. So I would say we're in the 30% that's fighting the yeah. narrative. That's what we, you know, kind of been doing with this pod uh, originally unintentionally, but now kind of pretty, pretty makes, clearly. <laughs> so, and again, maybe he talks about this in the podcast and we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I have like, my, my questions are, is like, what is it about the, what in the human psyche allows for this to develop? Like for me and you, like what, in comparison to the other 30%, like, are they more fear-driven? Are they more scared of dying? Are, are no, they, well, not, are, do, the are they hardcore, he... like, religious? Are they not? Do they, do they believe in modern medicine? Do they not? Like, do they, have they had, like, personal issues in the past where they've, like, they're slightly skewed? Okay, sorry. sorry. I think sorry. the way he describes it is sort of like hypnotism. Like, they're, they are so heavily focused on this one thing or this one person mm-hmm. that they basically become hypnotized. So... So they I can't see. It could from be a, a could be a like a um, like a personality or genetic thing of who's more susceptible to being hypnotized, and then also your individual circumstances. How much were you focused on that? How much were you isolated from other people? Like if you lived alone, 
and you didn't have other people to converse with and you were suppressed on social media or didn't have social media, whatever, like, would you have been more susceptible to it than if you were in a household with, you know, five other people or something like that or an apartment complex where you can see people in the halls and and chit chat and stuff like that, even during like the height of it. You know, I wonder or if even it's, now, because some people like like in Florida, it's wide open, Texas, Tennessee, all these states are wide open, no mask like it's done there. It's done. Yeah. But in places like New York, California, they're instituting new lockdowns. They're forcing you to get boosters They're They're trying to continue to separate you and divide you. So it, right. it could also be uh, an, an idea like that. Like they haven't rejoined society yet. They're still in that separated anxiety filled state. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, yeah, I wonder if it's like the people that are easily, the, the 30% that are like hypnotized, do those people in general struggle to s- like understand like the difference between, like see the forest from the trees? You know what I mean? Like, are they able to see the bigger picture? Are they able to see other views and be like, oh, that's interesting. You know, there's some, there's some dots over there that connect. I wonder if those overlap over, you know what I mean? Like, are they well, able that, to like, see sometimes that? Sometimes if you, if you've ever been to like a hypnotist show, sometimes people just like, he'll like try and hypnotize them and they like pull them up on stage and it just doesn't work. You know, it just yeah. doesn't work for some people. And I don't know why that is. You know, if it's like overthinkers versus your like ability yeah, yeah, to like yeah. zone out. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to ask an actual hypnotist to see like, yeah. you know, what is it about these people or those who, or like a neurologist or something like that. Yeah. I'd love to know like what goes on, goes on as you said, in the, as like a neurologist, I'd love to know what goes on in the brain. Like with this, like, what is it? Like, what are the key factors, you know? And like, what, why do I not have them or why do I have, you know what I mean? I would, I don't know. I would just like to know. I'd like to know the psychology. Yeah. So it is an interesting thing. I think you pretty accurately described where we're at, um, or what happened during this sort of pandemic. Um, but a lot of scientists came out and said like, this isn't a real theory. This isn't like, this has never been heard of before. He just made this up. People were disagreeing. They were basically mainstream media was finding every doctor, anyone with an MD, they could to try and discredit this man. And like I said, they took it off Spotify for at least a A couple couple days. days, Cause I couldn't find, like when I heard about it, I obviously went to go listen to it and it wasn't there. So it's back up now. So I guess, you know, well, I heard about it. Go Joe. (laughs) I only heard about it when it got taken down. And then I saw the one clip, I saw like a two minute clip of him talking and i was like oh let me go see if i can find sure enough it, it wasn't there no i think if anything they made a huge mistake by taking it down because i think that made it oh, spread more because everyone wanted to hear it then they were like well, what did he say that was so bad that got him surprised I was, and honestly there's nothing. a there's a there's an effect it's called the barbara streisand effect and i was just explaining it to my brother two nights ago where if you tell somebody if you take away something from people and you say don't look at this they're gonna go fucking look at it and they're not just gonna go look at it they're gonna go out of their way to find it the more you tell people don't do something the the more they're going to want to at least see why you're telling well, yeah, because to if you it. took it down, they're like, well, what did he say that was so bad that yeah. he's not allowed to say it on the internet? Right, exactly. <laughs> like the Taliban's allowed to have a Twitter, but this man's not allowed to say what he said. Well, what the fuck did he say, you know? Right, exactly. It makes you want to know so badly what they say. So, And that's exactly what happened. That's why I looked up, you know? Yeah. I'm and pretty I, sure it's the Barbara Streisand effect. I believe that's correct. I don't know why. I honestly, like after reading that article, reading what he said, and again, I didn't listen to the podcast, so maybe he said something else crazy, but as far as I can tell about this mass formation cycle, ghosts thing that they're yeah. trying so hard to discredit uh-huh. it just kind of sounds like he's very accurately describing society today <laughs> yeah it's not like it's not yeah it doesn't sound like it's some super deep thing it just sounds like it's almost like this is kind of what's happened so, like it's been brainwashing like yeah brainwashing i agree and like, i think the only reason they would suppress it is if because they know he's right and, and they the, don't want the 30 percent brainwash to wake up to it or yeah. the 40 percent that go they don't with the want flow the 40% to, to realize diminish. that they are yeah. 
they are, you know, yeah, they are the power to we're gonna right. fight this too, you know, exactly. To be like, wait a second, this makes fucking sense. Yeah. Now presented with a nice alternative, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. You know, or the thirty percent to be like, whoa, am I brainwashed? Mm-hmm. And kind of like snap out of it. Well, you know, I think the I think why they also took it down is they've realized that like you know when you excuse me when you take um when you take the views that Joe Rogan gets on a weekly basis and you add those into the pools of people like Tim Pool and and and. Uh, Crowder and 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 Stephen Shapiro or yeah Steve Shapiro and Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro Steve. <laughs> Steve I think Crowder, I, ben I Shapiro. think I've said that. I think I've 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 done that before. But yeah, you know you. you I don't think they would appreciate being mixed up. No, <laughs> I don't think they would either. Very different um, types. Yeah, they are very different types. Uh, but you know when you when you lump all these in together, um, and you compare it to what the mainstream media viewership is, I mean it's it's abysmal. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw something just recently that. Uh, I don't know if it was CBS or ABC or CNN. One of them dropped like two years ago. They 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 would average like eight hundred thousand viewers on a regular basis. Now they have like a hundred. I think I think the most recent number was like one hundred nineteen, one hundred nineteen thousand viewers. Like that's terrible. The mainstream well, media is doing awful. I think and, it's for two reasons. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was off. just going to go ahead and say, you know, you have you have people like Joe Rogan who, you know, he he invites both sides of the table to his show and he holds them both. The, he holds both of their feet to the fire. He's not going to just back down from a question because the person seems uncomfortable. No, you're on that show. He asks you a question. You better fucking answer it because you ain't getting you ain't getting out of there. I mean, the whole the whole example, a great example is that whole Sanjay Gupta fuckhead. They had Sanjay Gupta on that fucking show and he and Joe Rogan held his feet to the goddamn fire and he was trying to skirt his way around That's those questions. Google guy, right? Yeah, the Google guy. CEO Google? Uh, no, he was the, uh, he was the doctor. He was, no, 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 not Google. He was the doctor for NBC or something that was, he always does the, the, oh, the doctor sections on, on like NBC or ABC. And then you have these bitches on the fucking five or the view or whatever it is. Joy Behar and 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 Whoopi Goldberg and they're like you know mm, that was this guy, uh, yeah, yeah yeah different different individual, um, but you know they ha- they have these people on on these mainstream talk shows that that crucified Joe Rogan for doing this you know you, you shouldn't be holding people like that on on you know making them uncomfortable and everything it's like no this is how he's, he's not forcing always- him to be on the show yeah they came on the show willingly they knew that he was they know his type they know he doesn't back down from questions he is going to hold your feet to the fire and I think mainstream media is trying to like suppress that type they want people that are going to bend over and just lay there and and take the you know the softball tosses um so yeah i I think the mainstream media in general and again coming down from my soapbox i think they're worried Hmm. they're worried people like joe rogan and and steven crowder are are going to be the uh they're going to be the people that those are two different oh yeah oh very different with very different different viewership by far yeah you know you have no shade either yeah you have you have uh you have uh uh crowder who's you know very to the right, and you have Joe Rogan, who back in the day I would say he was no, a mean, lefty, like, and oh, what do I you just mean? meant in terms of like viewership and oh. stuff like that, like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Joe Rogan's in a one podcast; he's oh yeah, charts every week. But I mean, I mean, Crowder is killing Crowder's it not too. That, yeah, he's not far behind, but he also gets suppressed on like every platform oh, already yeah. and stuff like that. So it's kind of you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so kind of fighting an uphill battle. To be fair, to be fair, right. Anyways, um, sorry, I digress. I'm no, done. but I think the reason that the mainstream media is losing viewership is, is twofold. Number one, they've lost trust because yes. they've been caught lying multiple times and just spreading like 
fake news. Do you know, to use the Trump term, yeah. it's fake news. It's not real. So like, yeah. what are we doing here? And then two, I think also, like we said, it's getting repetitive with like COVID, 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 vaccine, 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 COVID, COVID, COVID. Yeah, people want to hear other shit. It's like, bro, who cares? Who the fuck cares? What? Let me guess. Another variant's coming. Okay. Right. We've heard right. that five times already. Do you have anything else in the news cycle? No, because they're afraid to talk about real news because Biden is either not doing anything or he's doing a really shitty job. Right. And they don't want to say that because they're his little puppets. Right. So they've got nothing else to say. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no, Joe Biden is not doing a good job. I saw recently, and to switch gears a little bit. the understatement of the century. Yeah, I know. I saw Joe Biden's uh, approval rating sink down to like under 30%. I think it, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the, the one poll that he was in the highest in was now, is now 33%, oh, I think, is what his yeah. approval rating Which is, I think, lower than Trump's And that was. was before the mandate got sh- struck down. So it's oh, probably even man. lower now. It's even lower now. Every time he does anything, it just fucking tanks. And before all the voting stuff, the filibuster thing. It's like, like, who's voting for this guy? Who's voting for him? Who Dead likes people? him? Who approves of him? China. I know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> when I went to go get bagels uh, yesterday, um, I saw a guy in a car and it had a no, tr- it had like a Trump. It said like Trump with like a big no, like, you know, crossed out. I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, if this guy voted for Biden and thinks all is good, like, what a fucking idiot. I should just run his dumb ass off the road. Give him a little pit maneuver and send him into the Jersey wall. No, fuck him. (laughs) And everybody that looks like him. That's definitely extreme. Well, I'm an extreme type of guy. X T R M T R E M E extreme. That's how extreme I am. I don't even use the E. I have a X, a hyphen, and then treem. Sorry about that. I had to make a small cut. Don't worry about it, y'all. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about uh, it. How are we talking about the voting shit that's going Ugh, on? Oh, God. Smooth transitions, y'all. Only smooth transitions here. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's a couple different... I don't know if coffee. people realize... What? I said I'm too hopped up on coffee. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if people realize this, but there's a couple different like voting measures happening in Congress right now. It's all bullshit. They kidding. are absolutely all bullshit and will destroy America as we know <laughs> it. Uh, so let's start with the filibuster because that let's one is pretty much struck down. Uh, both uh, Manchin and Seymour. Manchin. Bro, don't make me say names. I don't know how to pronounce names. I'm so sorry. It makes Here. me sound like a fucking I'm idiot gonna pull when up it's the like document. I'm literally reading the names and I'm like, I don't know. Uh, okay. All right, anyway, so the filibuster, basically, um, okay, for, let, let's maybe break this down for a second. Okay, so basically our Constitution is specifically designed in a way that protects the rights of the minority while also empowering the majority, right. if, if that makes sense. Like, no, we, we our founding fathers were so fucking great at managing to cover both aspects. They never wanted majority rule because then you could easily vote away the rights of the minority. An example, right. I think that it was on either Charlie Kirk or Ben Shapiro. One of those guys said the example that if everyone in the neighborhood voted on whether or not to turn your house into a park, to knock down your house and turn it into a park, they might all say yes, cause they all want a park, but then you get fucked over because you are right. only you one vote. No so the chance. constitution is basically intended to be written in a way that combines both the rights of the minority and the power of the majority in every aspect. That's right. that's the whole point of the Electoral College. That's why we have electors, but also right. a, a democratic voting process. Right. So that way it's the like smarts of the minority, but also the power of the majority. Does that make sense? No, I understand. So that's essentially what the filibuster is, is that basically uh, 
basically the house is majority rules. So it just is like that represents the will of the majority because it's what's wrong. Sorry. I heard some tapping. It almost sounds oh, like it's some... probably my cord on the, on the printer over here. Oh, okay. but anyway, so the house represents me. basically the will of the majority. Cause it's simple. Like you get the majority, you, you pass, you go to the next thing. Okay, the okay. Senate on the other hand is basically supposed to protect the rights of the majority, the minority. And that's where this whole filibuster rule comes into play. Um, it basically says, under this rule, uh, many types of legislation cannot advance without the consent of 60 senators. Mm-hmm. So that's why the Democrats can't just shove everything through because okay. they don't have the bipartisan support that they so claim to have. That makes sense. <laughs> that's why they blame it all on one dude and it's like, dude, ain't his fault. Um, so that is basically the point of the filibuster. And so Democrats wanted to get rid of it because then they can just shove through whatever they want because they have the control right now. They have the presidency, they got the house, you know what I'm saying? So they can just shove through, boom, 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 push it all through, whatever the fuck they want. These crazy bills, these pack the court, do whatever they want. And so obviously uh, Republicans are like, no. (laughs) And anyone who's a true constitutionalist is like, hell no. And so it did not pass. It did not go through the filibuster. And then in the same week that the Democrats tried to destroy the filibuster, they used it to prevent Senator Cruz's bill that would sanction the Russian pipeline. Of course. In the same exact week that they tried to get rid of the filibuster, they used it to their advantage. Of course they did. Do you expect anything? Like, would you expect anything less? That's fucking terrible. Oh my God. I know. But yeah, so it's like basically... Yeah, and and honestly, they would hate it too because the, we're about to have a red wave in twenty twenty two. Probably oh, yeah. a Republican president in twenty twenty four. So the Republicans then would have been able to just push through whatever they want with any of the without any of the Democrats' consent. Yeah. So it's like it hurts both sides. It's just whoever's in power would be like all powerful, and the other side would just be like, "Well, fuck. I guess we've got to wait four years <laughs> to right. undo all this shit." You know. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a stupid thing anyway. The filibuster makes sense. And it, it's a necessary, you could call it a necessary evil. I necessary think it's just evil. a necessary step in the process. Do you think the founding fathers kind of sat around in a room and did like, all right, what if, well, what if, no, 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 no. What if, like, how did they, they really thought this shit out. In the people, beginning. I think people don't realize how revolutionary these ideas were and how oh, yeah. like they thought so long and hard because they didn't want to go. They didn't want it to end up the same way as the government that they just fought a revolution against. Right. They wanted it to truly be the ultimate government, like the ideal government. Yeah, I mean, those those theories and, like, it just it hadn't been done. I mean, it may have, they may have had one or two overlying, overlapping things in other countries, but, like, they're they, not on the scale that we have. The whole... Not all that, like, all of that shit. They, I mean, just some serious deep thought into how do we allow the will of the people to be heard without it overwhelming a minority of people? Like how can we protect the individuals while also allowing the people as a mass to speak? Right. And they really did a, like honestly a spectacular job of outlining that. And that's why we have these different branches of Mm -hmm. governments, the system of checks and balances that you all learn about in school. That's why there's two separate houses of Congress, the House and the Senate. Like that's why they exist. Why wouldn't they just do one big group where each state gets so many representatives? Why wouldn't they do that? Because they specifically designed it in a way Mm -hmm. that would prevent any sort of like 
government overreach, essentially. I mean, like, tyranny like that we're experiencing right fucking now. Like that was what they they saw in their heads because they had just fought against. Yeah, that. I guess I guess they probably just saw what what wasn't working and why they left, and they made sure to to really iron out the the details, um, mm-hmm. and make sure that you know both sides of the coin were equal. Um, but yeah, no, I mean it's hopefully we don't like you know, revert to, to, to something here. I mean, my fear is that, you know, I, from what it sounds like the Democrats are, are kind of on the run here. And I don't think, I think, I think this red wave is going to happen. Um, but my fear is that, you know, come two years from now, three years from now, like you're going to have, like, are they going to, people just going to be rioting in the streets and pissed off that like the Republicans won? Like, are they not going to come back? Are they not going to be like, all right, everybody, like, let's go and look back on the last couple of years and see how we fucked up and we could have done better or we could have acted in a certain way um, that would have may have, you know, guaranteed some success in the White House. Yeah. Um, And right now I don't, you know, I, um, Sorry, say what you just said one more time. Oh no, my, just that last part. Oh, uh, my fear is just that they're not going. My fear is that there's going to be issues, and they're not going to oh, go about it like civilly. You know, they're gonna they're gonna well, riot I mean, in the already, streets. We already be- saw the most destructive riots in American history with the BLM riots last year, it caused That's the most property true. damage in American history, and nobody talks about that. Yeah, there's no memorial for that. They tried to do this fake memorial for January 6, where the only person who died was shot in the face by the Capitol Police. Right. Yeah. No, I know. And so, and they tried to make it like it was this whole big thing when literally it wasn't. And, you know, Ray Ebbs, who's Ray Ebbs? We don't need to talk about that. We'll talk about that whenever anything actually comes of it. But, you know, nobody cares about those riots. Right. The BLM riots. So it's like, why, who cares if there's more riots? Honestly, nobody's doing anything about it anyway. But the problem is really that Joe Biden is intentionally destroying America. Um, I didn't have this on the list. I didn't think we were going to get into it. But basically... He, they're forcing inflation by overspending, by printing more money. I think it's something like, I wish I had uh, the number in front of me. How, how many mo- new dollars were printed oh, in yeah. the last year? It's a crazy number. It's like it's like forty percent of the money currently in circulation right now is printed in the last year. That's like, how insane. Is that fucking possible? Like, and that's why we talked about at the beginning of this that chicken prices at thirteen percent inflation. Yeah, and uh, used cars are up like fifty percent. Oh yeah, the Heating, used car market's uh, oh, no, crazy. No, 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 gas, gas is up fifty-two percent, I think, since last year. Gasoline or like natural gas? gas? Uh, like go to the pump, gas. Yeah, yeah, gasoline, yeah, petrol. So it's like, yeah. this is crazy inflation. And and if you see those reports that are like, oh, inflation is like seven percent, just know that that is the government's chosen number. And what I mean by that is the government calculates inflation by taking a basket of goods and comparing it to how much that same basket cost last year. The only problem is. They pick the goods. Right, exactly. So if we're seeing that gas is 50% up, chicken's up 13%, fish is up 25%, none of these things are in their goddamn basket. Right. They got a Netflix subscription in their basket. Right, exactly. Well, there's no supply and demand when it comes to Netflix subscriptions. They could sell an unlimited amount. So they don't need to adjust to the supply chain issues or uh, or these uh, crazy amount of dollars being printed. So they they purposely pick stuff that makes it look lower. So even though 7% is a 40-year high and a crazy fucking number for inflation, it's probably significantly higher than that in reality if you were to pick your own basket of goods. If you were to just compare things that actually matter, like heating costs, gas, like meats, these are all far above 7%. And those are things that all households need. Right. Yeah. So if you were to actually look at those prices, 
your inflation number would be significantly fucking right. higher. Yeah. Instead of it's, the Netflix subscription or whatever bullshit they have right. in their basket of 7%. They're just loading their basket up with shit that really doesn't, really doesn't like have inflation, you know, tied into it. Yeah, the gasoline. I mean, obviously the they have some stuff because 7%, but they're not doing stuff that like actually like if you were to realistically try and represent an average household, gas would be in it. Food, chicken or salmon yeah. or beef, some some sort of meat, which are all far higher than 7% inflation, would be in the basket. You'd have probably milk prices in there. Milk's kind of a standard thing. Bread, whatever. Used cars. Used cars are up like 30% oh or something like that. Yeah. Like those are things that you would put in the basket of this represents what an average American family is using or consuming this year. And compared yeah. to last year, you're going to see a much higher number than 7%. Yeah, I told my dad to get rid of his Volkswagen. I was like, dude, you can like sell this thing and get like 70 to 80% of the value you put, like the money you put into this at like, you know, 80,000 miles. Like it's worth way more than it would be normally. Um, but uh, oh, I lost my, tr oh, just yesterday, we, me and Stephanie went and got gas. And uh, when I got in the car, I think I said something along the lines of like, Christ, I was like, last summer I could have filled the tank for less than, what I just paid and I put in three quarters of a tank it came out like $32 regular, regular. And now mind you, we're on the shitty side of town and gas is like 14 cents cheaper over there. It was like three Oh nine for regular. Like, Holy fuck. Like how, how am I, how can I not get a full tank with 30 something dollars on regular? Because it used to be half that. <laughs> it used like, to be under two bucks. It was crazy. It's crazy, man. It's yeah. fucking crazy. So yeah. So inflation is basically a way to destroy society and then it causes supply chain issues. Actually, I just listened to an episode of, I think it was Charlie Kirk's podcast, um, where he talked about, he goes into detail on this and maybe instead of rehashing it all here, I'll just uh, tell you to go listen to that. We're just recommending other podcasts. I know, podcast. right? <laughs> You're like, listen to this and then listen to that and then listen to this. Um, what was it called? Or yeah, Biden inflation, Biden inflation is intentional. Here's why. It was a Charlie Kirk podcast just posted on Friday. So if you want to go listen to his explanation of it. But he basically talks about how that causes societal collapse. And we've mm. seen that. that It's causing the supply chain issues because it, it costs more to make things. And then there's higher demand because people have more dollars. Right. So then people raise the prices of things because they have to counteract those more dollars and the cost that it costs more dollars to buy things. Right. Like the supplies needed to no, make it makes things. sense. And so it ends up having this uh, massive supply chain effect. It, it ends up basically devastating the country. And that's, that's well, a lot of people say that's the fall of the Roman Empire is because of that, because they hugely devalued their currency and they did that in an effort to try and continue wars and, and their expansion. Yeah. So they hugely devalued their currency and that ended up being their collapse. And there was another example he used in the podcast. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, that was kind of a tangent we went on, but yeah. That's so basically what you're saying is, is load up on dried foods, dry foods and ammunition is what it sounds like. Cause we might be heading towards a I'm shitty saying. spot. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's for sure. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to get any better at this point. I think it's, I think sadly it's going to get significantly worse. Significantly. So, but that's just my theory. I mean, it doesn't show any signs of stopping. Yeah. It doesn't show signs. I mean, I mean, I think it's getting so bad Let to the point <laughs> that I have looked up like body armor, like bulletproof vests for like small, oh, you're making small jokes firearms. about Christmas songs. Peter's talking about arming up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're I mean, on different pages for that one. All right. I, I have some other things oh, I wanted yeah, to talk about. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the other voting bill thing, like I said, don't let me hold you up. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I just, 
<laughs> I just want to cover the other voting yeah, bill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a couple in the thing, but this is one that um, this is one of the other major one that I wanted to talk about was the uh, Freedom to Vote John R. Lewis Act, um, which basically is trying to federalize all local and state elections. And it would, uh, it would then prohibit things like voter ID and all that kind of stuff. So basically to federalize, it would mean that this non-elected Biden appointee would then have control over what the individual states vote on is their election laws. So let's no say way. the majority of voters in Texas want uh, voter ID. And so the uh, their representatives then put in an act of voter ID law saying, hey, we, our people want voter ID laws. We were duly elected representatives of those people. They want it. We represent them. So we're going to institute it. And then this Biden appointee who is a non-elected official would have the power then to be like, no, you can't have voter ID laws. No fucking way. That's essentially what this, like, that's what that's an example of what this lack would do. They, they could prohibit voter ID. They could mandate vote by mail. And like abs- like not absentee ballot, but literally like send a ballot to every person and on every address. Um, and they could just basically weaken um, current requirements that yeah. like certain states have requirements to routinely clean out their voter rolls. They could weaken those or erase those altogether. Like it would basically destroy any sort of, um, I mean, really any confidence we have in our, in our voting yeah, system. That, at this that's going to be a no for me, dog. Get get Randy Jackson up here to sit next to me because that just sounds at, that's that's absurd. Contact your representative, let him that's know that you better vote absurd. no today. That is absurd. When is that supposed to? T- when are they trying to? When are they trying to vote on that, or when are they trying to make that decision? Um, I'm not sure exactly when the the date is. Oh, um, God. But because there's like a couple, there's like that one. There's the filibuster one that I think got axed, and I think there's like one or two more that all relate to voting. Mm-hmm. That people are just calling it the voting bill, but there's actually like four, I think, three or four that are trying to get pushed through at the same time. Because so if you think about it, and it goes back to what you said, I don't know if it was last podcast or a few weeks ago, but you know what happens when. The t- when the, the coin flips and it's not your guy in office and they have this same thing. It's like, oh, well, yeah, New York it, City, exactly. I, we, we don't want voter ID laws. Well, guess what? It's, exactly, a, it's, a, it's a whole different exactly. crew running the ship now. What if, so you need voter ID. Exactly. What if the what if or when the Republicans win in 2024 and it's a Trump appointee or a GOP appointee in that seat? They can then change the rules and say, actually, you have to have voter ID and you can't have any mail-in voting, no votes by mail, and you have to clean out your voter rolls every single year. They can just flip all the rules. Then. Yeah, it's it's and and again, like you said, Texas may be like hell yeah, but New York may be like we don't want that, especially when New York has almost a million non-citizens on their voter rolls. A Trump appointee that. in that seat, or a GOP appointee, a Rhino appointee, whatever, a Republican appointee, someone who's an actual Republican, would say hell no, get those non-citizens off the voter rolls they can't vote anymore right no uh, and if the people of new york want them to be able to vote then they should have that right in their state to have them able to vote in their local elections they should not by any means ever be allowed to vote in a federal election and I honestly i don't think they should be allowed to vote in a local election either. i don't think so but either. if the local new yorkers want that in their local election then that's for them to decide i don't think it should be a non-elected president appointee mm. I'm I'm done because there's there's no there's no accountability for that person. They're not an elected official. We can't vote them. We can't vote them out. Right. You know. I'm I'm done with the city of New York. Fuck them. And honestly, like the whole state, like it, they're the they're just the the East Coast variant of California. And it's kind of sad because I think there's a lot of areas in New York that are probably quite 
Republican. There's probably a lot of conservative areas. And once you get outside of like New York City mm-hmm. and that whole like New Jersey, New York area. Um, but no, they just, you know, if, if they want to secede and become their own country, like how California was talking about it, then fine. Let them do it. I wouldn't miss them. I don't need to go there for anything. Nobody I know lives there, works there. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, well, speaking of that, there's just one more thing that I want to um, talk about. I mean, there's a couple more things on the list, but there's one more that I definitely want to talk about. Okay, go ahead. And that is the Russian invasion. A Russian invasion? Hell yeah, brother. So. Um, oh, you mean. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I mean Ukraine. Yeah. Um, the U.S. has information that indicates that Russia has a pre has prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. Basically, they are basically what that means is they that the U.S. has intelligence that that is suggesting that Russia has positioned people mm-hmm. as basically uh, secret operatives in Ukraine as if they right. are Ukraine forces, and cells. they are going to yeah, and they are going to attack Russia and I put an attack in air quotes, and that'll give Russia an excuse to, to invade, go to war. yeah, it's, to invade Ukraine, which yeah. is what they want. Honestly, they don't need an excuse. Who's going to stop them? Biden ain't. It, well, I mean, it's the it's the same concept what happened during the Cuban Missile Crisis, where the CIA um, and this paperwork came out recently, like Operation Night something or whatever it was called. But yeah, I mean, it was the same thing where Cuba they were gonna have they were gonna make it look like Cuba was attacking um, c- uh, citizens and boats and in, in, in major cities down in Florida, and they were gonna use it as a uh, a way to go to war. Um, it's the same exact thing. I mean. And if Biden lasts until 2024, I mean, Hong Kong has already been reclaimed by China, despite the fact that they were supposed to be independent for another, like, 50 years. You, Ukraine will be fully taken over by Russia. It'll just be Russia. There will be no Ukraine. And Taiwan will be fully taken over by China. It won't be Taiwan. It'll be China. Yeah. I, we're going to we're yeah we're gonna have some major issues. We're going to have some major... I mean, we already do. But, sure. um, you know, we're... we're I think... I'm uh, not to sound like a, uh, is it a, what is it? What's the person called when they think of like the worst and the world is ending? Like a negative Nancy or something? Not a, there's like a, <laughs> not a nihilist, a, a, a uh, pessimist? Like, not a pessimist. It's like somebody that always thinks like the world, like the world is coming to an end. But, um, anyways, I think, oh, not an alarmist either, but I honestly think that like we're, we're kind of seeing, I think, the last of the f- days of like when things were still good. And now, mind you, things are not good by any means. <laughs> but like we have these like these major powers that are moving in on other countries and and starting these proxy wars. And and you know, I, I think this is kind of it. I think I think if if things don't change soon, um, or you know, you get the Republicans in the House immediately and things start changing there, I, I think we're we're you know we're headed towards major issues and from a societal standpoint at least um i mean ukraine suffered a massive cyber attack on its government websites just one day after the end of their diplomacy spirit to get russia to de-escalate on ukraine yeah that's not so good, like man. russia is arguably already attacking ukraine now i don't know if it's for sure that russia was the one cyber attacking them but that's a little bit too coincidental timing for me to debate otherwise especially when it's an attack on their government websites and then you also have these this information out there that Russia's has, as you call them, sleeper cells ready to go yeah. to to justify an invasion. I mean, I, you know, it's I, just it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when at this point. I mean, it could be as soon as this too. week that we see Russia's invaded Ukraine or next week or next month or 
six months from now. I but mean, it's they're, they're, inevitable at this point with with our poor leadership in time. I'm sorry. They're, I mean, they're already over there beating up protesters and stuff over in Kazakhstan. Uh, I think it's Kazakhstan. They've cut the internet off and everything and, you know, food shortages and, you know, people robbing it. I mean, there's, there, I saw videos just last week of these, these protests and riots. I think what happened was they voted out the former leader of Kazakhstan. I have to go back and look. Long story short, dude didn't leave. And um, they started rioting and protesting. And the police were like, uh, we're not, the, uh, the president ordered the police to start like, you know, rounding up these protests. And they're like, no, like, we're not going to do that. Like we had some fair elections. The dude lost. You need to go. Like, that's it. You lost. You need to mm-hmm. go. And we're not going to enforce it. So they left. And Kazakhstan called on a number of different countries, Iran, Afghanistan, um, uh, a bunch of other countries. The only one that came to their aid was Russia. And Russia is over there beating these protesters. And there's video footage of these protesters like beating up these Russian forces pretty badly to the point where they're stripping them of their armor, their weapons. Like it is now like, yeah, it's, it's wild to see. You see them holding the, there's a video of, the police, local police, allowing the protesters into the station to grab weaponry and shields and riot gear and everything to fight against these Russians that they invited, that the president invited into the country. They've cut off internet. They've cut off the news. Like, there are people over there dying and fighting a war against another country. I, I mean, it's just shit like that. You know, if you want to sit around and, and think that everything's good and, and life is dandy and continue to scroll through Instagram and do TikTok dances, that's fine. But I don't want to hear any crying or complaining um, in a year and wondering why and where and how we went wrong. I don't want to hear it. It's funny. I don't want to hear I it. I saw a tweet kind of about that that showed that like Biden's approval rating, the most significant drop in it was after Afghanistan, after he gave yeah. up to oh, the terrorists and yeah. gave up, you know, millions and billions of uh, equipment and left Americans stranded still to this day. And um, the tweet basically was saying that um, because it, that was the most significant drop in his approval rating. The tweet was basically saying that Americans don't give a crap about foreign policy until they care. And when they care, they like care the most. Yeah. You know what that I mean? It's sense. like, uh, like when you are asked, like, what, what are you most concerned about voting on? You normally don't say foreign policy. You'll say, you know, any, like anything else. You know what I mean? Right. Student loans. Marijuana legalization. I say that. No, I mean, <laughs> but like education, healthcare, right. you know, anything like that, like people will say. But, you know, taxes, anything like that. Uh, the economy, you know, anything yeah. like that. I don't know why I keep saying anything like that. But, um, but when something happens, all of a sudden, all of America cares. Right. But so unfortunately, it, you know, at that point, oftentimes it's, it's, it's almost too late or it is too late. Well, because nobody reports on it because Americans don't really watch the news to see what's happening right. in the Middle East or in Russia or China or anywhere. You They're know, they watch the news to find out tech. what's happening in America. Right. They're getting it from big tech and big tech, you know, they, they suppress certain things, you know, they well, even the like anywhere. It's like, they could talk about it. It's not like it's harmful to the Biden regime to say that there's a war happening, that Russia's about to invade Ukraine or anything like that. I mean, yeah. perhaps you could say it is cause you should be doing something about it. But in general, it's not, you know, I mean, other right. than send them a sternly worded letter bullshit. Yeah, um, no one's listening to you, old man. Nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. Like. But, yeah, it's like he's, it's not like it looks bad for him to say that, like, you know, there's a war in in, in, yeah. um, in the Middle East or anything like that, you know? So, it's just that nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> until, until we care, nobody cares. Right. So, yeah. it's interesting to hear about. 
So stock up on beans, rice, freeze some bread, freeze some meats, go buy some ammunition at your local Walmart, and uh, call it a day, man. Just be ready. That's all I'm saying. Just be ready. Just be ready. <laughs> Don't fall victim to the mass formation psychosis. Right. Check yourself. Do the little snap. Make sure the hypnotism is worn off. <laughs> <laughs> snap in front of your face a couple times. Make sure you're good. Contact your representatives. No, let them know that you don't want any of these bullshit voting bills to pass. Nonsense. Man. Contact your senator or your uh, uh, house member. That's yeah. just representative. I guess representative. Yeah, I guess they, they called themselves representatives. Eh, so. They'll get it up the chain, hopefully. <laughs> No, they are the chain. They're the the, the one we're sitting in Congress supposed to represent you. They're either your representative or your senator. Right. So let them know how you feel. And hopefully you feel how we feel. And if you don't, then don't let them know. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, there's a a very large percentage of people that just, they don't care. Don't care. Nobody cares until they care. Right. And that that was literally something that Biden, it was Biden or Kamala said, I think it might have been, maybe it was Saki. One of one of those three clowns said something to the effect of, "Oh, it was Saki." She said she was talking about um, maybe Build Back Better or something. She was talking about one of the one of the bills that they're trying to force, or maybe it was one of these voting bills, and that she was saying it's easier for to get people to agree to it once it's passed. Because <laughs> they the, somebody asked her, it was probably Peter that that uh, reporter I know. guy. What's he's his great, Ducey. Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey. Um, he's great. It, I don't I don't remember who it was exactly, but it was probably him. If I had to guess, but. Uh, they asked something about like the lack of support for one of the bills they were trying to force through. Maybe it was the filibuster. Maybe it was the bill back better. Honestly, all of them have no support from the actual American people. So it could have been any of them. Right. And that was, that was her response was basically saying like, well, once, once it's approved, it's a lot easier to get people to agree to it and to, yeah. to support it. It's like, yeah. what? That's the reverse of what is supposed to happen. <laughs> you, you need the Americans people support. And then their representatives will say, my constituents support this, so therefore I support it. Yeah. Not well. I don't. My constituents don't like it now, but if I approve it, then they'll support it. Like no, well, that's backwards ass thing. That? You are there to represent them. Literally, the members of house, they're called representatives. That's literally your fucking title. Like represent your constituents. Talk to them. Find out what they actually want, not just what you want, not what you think is going to get you to sit in your seat a little longer. Like fuck off. Yeah. yeah one of my uh, one of my coworkers said. Uh, from the outside looking in, uh, he's like, you know, the United States looks like it could very well turn the corner and there's a revolution at the end of the street. And he's like, he's like, you know, you don't, a lot of people think that that's a revolution is great, but at the same time, like a lot of bad shit happens during revolutions, famine, violence, you know, hardship. Biden, we're in it. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, that's what he was saying. And and he's kind of a, an alarmist of, of sorts, but, uh, same time he was like you know I, he's like I, I i can see that happening in the united states yeah i don't think it's outside the realm of possibility i think if the elections are stolen again it's almost a guarantee yeah. now if the elections are fair or fair enough that the red wave does happen and and you know there's mm-hmm. some uh consequences to the intentional destruction that the democrats have caused then i i don't think there's going to need to be any further action i think as right. long as they can you know get liar fauci out of office and perhaps into a jail cell for his federal crime that he committed yeah um and and have some other consequences to some of these uh, poor actions maybe even an impeachment i know that people have already said that like an impeachment is not how we should go about presidencies um, and I think that it was absolutely an abuse of power with Trump because he literally didn't do anything impeachable. But I think strandening, strand, 
leaving Americans stranded in Afghanistan mm. and Stranding. being involved yeah. in corrupt business deals with Hunt, with his son Hunter with uh, Ukraine and Russia right, and right. China and like there's plenty of impeachable things that Joe Biden has actually oh, yeah. done and just because the Democrats abused the impeachment power to falsely try and push through an impeachment of Trump which by the way did not go through yeah um I don't think that it it means that we can't do it for Biden especially when he has actually committed yeah impeachable I, offenses in the, my opinion the sad part is is like impeaching him wouldn't even do anything like he, he like he's so old he's de- he's 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 suffering de- from dementia the man's losing his marbles like well someone's what's it, what's controlling it? him and they are intentionally destroying america like the the inflation the biden inflation the bearish yeah. this is all intentional destruction that could easily be stopped like stop printing more money stop spending money we do not have right. and increasing taxes too if you're just going to print more money why even increase the taxes why do I have to pay more if you're just going to print more? That's actually just keep a good printing idea. more if you're going to fuck up the economy. At least don't bring me down with it. Like, you're going to bring me down right. with it anyway with all this inflation. If you have a dollar in the bank today, it ain't worth nothing tomorrow. Right. Gold, man. It literally isn't. Like, because Gold, you couldn't, Bitcoin. like, you, if you had 20 bucks in the bank and you last, like, last year, two years ago, whatever, you could have filled up your tank of gas. Yeah. Now, if you kept that $20 in the bank, you probably have $20 of maybe maybe three cents right with the with the standard interest rate on the bank which is like 0.001 percent or some bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't even get half a tank of gas now no so you're you lost money without actually losing pieces of paper do you understand yeah i know what you so mean. like people are saying like inflation is basically a tax on the people because it's stealing your money right fuck and they're intentionally fuck. doing it to try and you know destroy this country i don't know what the end goal is but that's what's happening and it's plain as day yeah no i agree all right thank you nice so much ending. for listening to our podcast go check out the other <laughs> podcast we recommended i guess after this if you're looking for some more shit to listen to this week if you don't have cable you'll certainly have enough to listen to through this week <laughs> between all the other Just podcasts put them on like one referenced. and a half speed you'll rip right through them yeah, very true. um if you want to find more of us you can follow us on instagram at shit got me fired no talking just shit got me fired and uh, make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're everywhere that they haven't taken us down yet. We exist. <laughs> um, you can answer the polls on Spotify and put comments there. If you if there's anything we missed that you want us to talk about, uh, put that on the Spotify or comment on Instagram, and we'll talk about it next week. And until then, stay jolly. Stay lit. Bye. <laughs>